Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV Podcast 491's After, After show. show. Joe. After Show. <laughs> Here we are. It's the After Show. A little international delay there, maybe, Johnny. I don't know. But either no, I was, way. It's uh, fine, because I sync it up with what you do coming in. You don't have to try to sync it up with me. Oh, and it, it, Everything's great. Don't okay. worry. I got this under control, Terror Bear. Yeah. After some movie. I don't know. Uh as you may have just listened to the regular show, or maybe you just jump in for the after show. We're not sure. But uh, yes, I am in Koh Samui, uh, an island in Thailand. Johnny V is back in Wisconsin. We'll get caught up on what's going on uh, outside of the world of disc golf, inside of the world of disc golf, and uh, answer any questions that come in off the board or otherwise. Johnny, my, my phone currently is giving me 86 down by 31 up. So I'm, I'm shocked if my signal is not coming in clean to you. It's, I mean, I it's just, it's it. just a hair blurry. It's just a hair pixelated, okay. I would say, but you sound great. Mm. And that's what most people are going to care about. Okay. All right. Well, let's start there. Let's start right there. Google's discontinuing podcasts. My, this? yes, yes. They are is it just bl- their app, so to speak. Yeah. It's just their app. I believe they're, they're rolling their Google podcasts into YouTube. So like okay. the, there's gonna be like a, a podcast area in the YouTube app or something along those lines. I don't exactly know how it works. I, I just assume that when I push, you know, out the podcast, it goes to everywhere that, uh, that the company that hosts our podcast sends it to. So that's mm. how we roll. Okay. Okay. Well, give us five stars before they shut it down. I don't know. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, just to give everyone a little bit of context in case you're just coming in, uh, a, about I'm I'm unfortunately a little close. I'm only about fifty feet away from <laughs> the tee of hole number one here at the course. To be fair, that is the uh, it's the easiest. It's it's the shortest hole on the course. Only about one hundred and fifty feet. Does offer a triple mando. Um, also easily the most aced hole out here on the course. I'll say that. So that's taking place just uh, just beyond actually where the camera is. And then behind me, I don't know if it's in frame or not. I can't see. But the new hole 11's basket. It used to be only about uh, 40 feet behind me, and now it's probably closer to uh, 
65 or 70 feet and then in a slightly different direction. So there's been a couple of course changes out here. And this is the lighter or the lightest of the flights on the AM side. So not nearly as busy during this flight uh, here this morning. And they got kicked off uh, just under an hour ago. Yeah, just under an hour ago. And they'll play through the 11-hole course twice. So, uh, and everybody here is aware. And this has kind of been the, the place we've been set up for the last couple of years, which is crazy to be right here on the course with you guys. So this is your, right, first, this is your first time back. Now that you technically own the course, you, obviously, as we yeah. know, you don't you don't own the property. You own mm-hmm. the course that is on the property. What's going through your mind the first time you come back? Honestly, just jubilation, uh, just a sense of the sense that I'm my involvement is going to just keep things moving. And that's all I could ask for. This is, this is not to get rich because <laughs> nobody will be getting rich. This is purely, you know, people have been so gracious and kind and congratulatory and everything else. And I continue to look at it this way and, and truly believe it in my heart of hearts. Me getting involved just helps provide a little security of the course and everything that Nigel had started along with then Luke who came along, I'm just helping keep it going in the right direction. And so a continuation and that alone is, is the payoff or the payback. Yes, there could have been probably a dozen other ways that this could have kept going. And whether it was some, you know, a a conglomerate of people or, or a club or a this or that, there's a lot of different ways Things might have happened, but the fact that with kind of one relatively um, smooth transaction, we're basically able to keep things on the right path. And I, I think the world knows I'm in disco for the long haul. This is not a fly by night. Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> not a fad? Not, not yeah. just, you're, yeah, not, it's not something it's not you're going to grow out of? Not a, uh, no, not in a college no, experiment? Not, <laughs> no, uh, not that kind. So, you know, 30, 30, almost a full, th- yeah, exactly 30 or even 31 years into the game. I'm not going anywhere uh, to either the delight or chagrin of some. I'm not going anywhere. So just the fact that we can keep things moving and it, should it's it's not perfectly seamless of course because nigel was here doing so much work for so long and had a slightly different style and and had his you know food business and catering business here uh and it was truly a family business him and his uh family exclusively now luke is you know running the show here and uh, yeah just nothing but happiness of of knowing that things you know people i I try to downplay it because i'm serious like yes i own physical assets out here, the things I'm sitting on, the things behind me, you know, and a bunch of stuff that I see, I may own it, but it's not even really for me. Uh, clearly, I, this is a place I'm visiting a few days out of the year. It's just the fact that it's going to be able to keep moving forward. So it, it feels cool. Lots of great people. And um, uh, that's, that's how I've continued to look at it. And it feels more real than even before, before I was able to get back here. Uh, so in the last few months since I've made the announcement, it's been going on, but now to physically be here and to be walking around and 
you know, <laughs> I waited on a backup just like anyone else would uh, that was playing, you know, when I was out here playing a few holes yesterday. You didn't drop nature. the, do you know who I am? This is my basket. Get, get your ass out of my yeah, way. Uh, there was there was a four that got yelled. And, you know, I didn't turn around and, and you know, puff out my chest and say, <laughs> you're out of here. Just anything <laughs> stupid or ridiculous like that. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, and there's going to be plenty of people that will forever have no idea of my involvement and and will come here and play casually or discover the game here. All of that's awesome. I just want everything that was here to keep doing what it was doing and then slowly increment and grow and expand. And if that keeps happening and it happens to be, you know, uh, with with a few of my dimes or bot involved, uh, then I'm certainly glad it, it can. So. Yes, it feels good is, is the short answer. It feels damn good to be here, and it's, it's pretty exciting to see all these faces. Um, Maya, who we've talked about, uh, Maya and Dinko from Croatia. I met Maya here all these years ago, five years ago, and to have someone like her from Croatia who then turned into me going to the Drava Forester to see Luke Turnbull, who's an avid, you know, uh, smashy, who's been here from basically day one, uh, he's here from Australia. So to also make some of those reconnections of people literally from all over the globe is uh, that's all the payoff you could possibly want in coming here to Samui. That's for sure. So it's, it's pretty damn cool. And, and uh, just to put a bow on that, uh, Luke and the crew have made a couple of really phenomenal changes out on the course, uh, turning one of the holes that was really, really, really almost impossible par three uh, stretching it out and adding an island kind of to it on the second shot or third, depending on which how good you're doing. Uh, so creating a, le- a very legitimate par four on hole number four is a very cool uh, change that they made. And then a few of the baskets in the back, along with making hole 10 more difficult and a little bit more fun. Also making hole 11, which is right behind me, uh, shape to the left instead of to the right and make it a little bit more difficult. So uh, a couple of really phenomenal changes and creating an entirely separate space that's a putting green right behind me where I'm sitting used to be kind of four, three or four mm-hmm. baskets. It's kind of the warm up putting green area, but it was also mixed literally just, you know, an errant shot could, you know, hit somebody warming up. Now there's a, an entirely separate putting green area that's uh, off in the distance by about 150 feet. So if you want to go over there and hang out and chill and, and, uh, prep for your round without distracting anyone on the course. There's an entirely separate area for that with a couple of baskets. So uh, pro shop is growing, putting more stuff in there, um, you know, very much filled with a bunch of latitude stuff that we had just got in conjunction with working with our tournament. So uh, that'll continue to fill out as well and uh, looking forward to it and tons of souvenir type things so that when you come here, you're going to want a Samui disc or a Samui mini and towel and hat shirt all of that stuff is here and we'll continue to stock it with more so yeah get over here mm, good it's that easy let's get here so thank you yes well that's Very great cool. uh i saw i saw on the board um somebody maybe it was Lindsay or something had said something about uh some herbal tea i feel great i'm i am 100 percent. i just had a little tickle in my throat earlier but i am feeling great uh, basically one night of solid sleep after that uh, flight to Singapore playing golf and then a really long solid night of sleep set me up uh, even though I traveled from Malaysia to here that was only a one hour time zone difference so no big deal a two-hour flight 
uh, I should be good. And then when I go to Chiang Mai, that's uh, another hour or two hours. Wear a mask. But same time zone. Same time zone straight north. Yeah, so burn season, I heard, is not quite as bad right now. Last year, part of me getting (laughs) just destroying, destroying my throat and probably every bit of my respiratory system was burn season along with hours and hours of mopedding around uh, up (laughs) into the mountains and then traveling and then not sleeping and then maybe staying up late. I don't know. It was a combination of about nine worst things you could do. Uh, This year, it looks like uh, the forecast is a little bit better for some of that. So, and a big shout out to the guys in Chiang Mai who uh, were struggling with keeping one of their primary courses. They had a vote within the Gymkhana um, uh, sports sports field, athletic uh, club, sports club, Gymkhana sports club. And they were able to actually keep disc golf there and uh, keep growing and thriving. So just so much damn good news going on around here. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, as you stated, I'm it sounds like good. Southeast Asia is going to be maybe the next hotbed of of disc golf. You know, we've got it was U.S. then Europe, and now maybe we're looking at uh, Southeast Asia. So that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so Terry, I'm gonna yeah. Who do you have for the Super Bowl? Oh well, you is, mean who's already been picked? I mean, the script's written. We know that, but. I mean, it's just how much are the Chiefs going to win by so that, you know, so the NFL gets to then show more Taylor Swift, which then rolls into more sales of something and Chiefs jerseys or, or Mm. yeah, I don't know. But 49ers or Chiefs, Terry? I like to ask because you have no clue. I know. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, For how many years in a row I can... Definitely say I don't care. Um, I, let me rephrase that. I'll back that off. I have no dog in the fight. Clearly, I am a fringe NFL you know, follower and blah, 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 blah. If the Packers are, are playing, if the Pla- Packers were in the Super Bowl, I would get up at 5 or 6 a.m. Monday morning here to watch it, all right? Instead, I won't. I, I will likely just sleep through the Super Bowl just <laughs> as I've done the last few years here. And if you're a Kansas City fan, I know Jack Lowe was here a couple of years ago and uh, had a pretty damn good day. Uh, as as many of the bars here will, you know, kind of cater specifically, of course, right to, um, you know, inviting you in as Super Bowl fans, all of that stuff. I'll just go ahead and say I, it, it doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, the the San Francisco 49ers that I've always known personally was their dominance and their dynasty, so to speak, in the, what the late '80s, early '90s, when I collected sports cards and then followed a little bit more sports? Uh, you know, your Jerry Rice's and Joe Montana's and and Steve so Young on and so forth. And, yeah. Uh, well, Young was after, right? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously after Montana, but uh, so I think of them, <clears throat> and then. I also think of them for a few years felt like they were one of our, one of the Packers, uh, you know, roadblocks year after year. In fact, I was at uh, NFC championship game, Mm -hmm. uh, I believe in Lambeau. Well, it was in Lambeau and uh, yeah, 49ers always have been a challenge in that sense. Uh, When you look at the chiefs, uh, obviously they've been uh, so dominant for, or, uh, yeah, dominant, I guess. Is dominant quite the word? They've, they've been contenders and or winning for, what, five, six years now? 
And uh, again, unfortunately, I kind of just, uh, I I have no dog in the fight. I don't know if I really care. Uh, That's that's fine. A little piece of me, a little piece of me likes, (laughs) and this is just to be anti, a little piece of me thinks it's funny to see the Chiefs do well just the way people then lose their shit um, because of like a Taylor Swift involvement, which isn't, but is according to some people. Um, But then again, a lot of people love to see an underdog uh, take it down. And yeah, it's funny because it's hard to imagine either of these teams as an underdog with the way they played all season. They were both. Well, I take it back. The chiefs weren't dominant this season, but get into the playoffs and then they found a way to win. 49ers were a very dominant team during the season. They get to the playoffs and look like crap until the last mm. 10 minutes of each game. Where then, Well, mm-hmm. that's not true. I guess against the Lions, it was the third quarter where they basically made a giant comeback. But the 49ers have looked like crap early in the playoffs each game and then made a comeback. I I don't know. It's, uh, it's a, going to be a hard game to predict in general, but I'm kind of with you. I don't really care who wins. I kind of would rather see the Chiefs win than the 49ers just because the 49ers have been a, a, a Packers thorn in our side f- mm-hmm. for like the last four or five playoffs that we've gotten into. So that that kind of mm-hmm. is one of those things that's just spiteful as a fan, which mm-hmm. we're allowed to be as fans. Uh, so I guess I'm slightly rooting more for the Chiefs. Plus, it's kind of like I feel like I feel like watching Patrick Mahomes is like watching the Patriots in starting in like the mid two thousands where Brady just started to dominate. And that's the way Mahomes looks sure. like he just gets it done. He doesn't, sure. he doesn't, he's not doing too anything too flashy with what he has. And it's kind of fun to see a team that's just, uh, that just is good and wins. But I wouldn't mind to see Christian McCaffrey from the 49ers get a Super Bowl. That guy, I think he deserves one because he, he suffered through some crappy teams before he got to the 49ers. But sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's storylines to be had either way. Uh, exactly. And um, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm searching. I'm searching for a reason why I would care about either one winning. And that's not to say I don't care at all about the NFL or anything like that. Um, I, I do keep like a loose eye on it or a wandering eye, loose eye a wandering eye on it uh, occasionally, but uh, I just have no dog in the fight, so to speak. So that's why um, this is, this is uh, a fun question, have, Terry from Sam. Okay. What up and coming disc golfer has a chance of dating a celebrity from outside of disc golf? Um, or you could look at it this way. Play pretend every one of our pros was single. Who do you yeah. think would have, would have a really good chance of, of, of dating a celebrity? Okay. It's- well, this, this, this sparks, this sparks a couple of, couple of tangents. Uh, let's, let's start with the, the, the question I think is, uh, again, assuming they're single, let's just play pretend mm-hmm. and say, our disc golfers are not currently involved with anyone else, so it's no no shade to any significant others. Uh, but if Anthony Barella, we're not dating uh, Grace, um, it seems as if he was genuinely uh, largely regarded as a, an incredibly attractive young man. Uh, the height, 
the looks, all of that. I, I don't think that's a secret. I'm not going out on any limbs here <laughs> by stating as much, right? Uh, you know, kind of like if we're if we're going for the the uh, the the guy more our generation, Kale Laviska, generally regarded in the same sense, right? So AB I think has to be one of the first ones that comes to mind. Of course, assuming he's single, um, th- that would be one place you I think seems like the no brainer place to start. Uh, not worried about any challenges or accomplishments or people getting nitpicky about all sorts of other stupid things in terms of his play and uh, and um, whatnot. AB uh, seems like the one of the no-brainers. Um, uh, I, I could, now, thi- I could me- see an Ezra Aderhold as well. I mean, Ezra... Oh, of course. Good, he's, right now, he's traveling all over the world. I think I just saw a picture of him in Hong Kong. Um, okay. And in general... Great shape, pretty good looking guy. I mean, I, I could see something like something like that. Yeah, uh, I, I, certainly. I mean, and let, let's be real when you also and then again, assuming she's not uh, engaged to a, a silver <laughs> lot, you look at a Kristen when you just think about a two time world champion, you think about the way she carries herself well, and all of her FPOs. We have so many gracious, kind um, attractive, you know, everything when it comes to our FPO side as well. Uh, but when you think about the, maybe somewhere, someone who gets their foot in the door in terms of carrying a little more clout when they walk into, a, let's say a club or something like that, like someone like Kristen, who just gets sponsored by Porsche, right? Like there's certain <laughs> A f- there's a foot in the door already. I, I could if see we're Kristen, going on a relatively superficial, yeah. like when you say, "Oh well, you know, uh, you know, oh well, she has a Porsche that she gets to use." Like if you're going to keep it high level <laughs> and semi superficial in that sense, yeah, uh, it, it, exclusively on that, then you could arrive at that as well. But, see, and I could see Chris uh, Dittar, like if she were not with Silver, be you know engaged. By the way, right now, so we all know that. Yes, everybody, um, back off, simmer exactly, down. <laughs> exactly, she's engaged, but. Uh, y- would it shock me if, like, if she weren't engaged? If if someone were to say, "Oh yeah, she's ba- dating the biggest rock star in Estonia, whoever that may be," it feels like she is like such Correct. a big fish in the Estonian pond that, like, that like exactly. she just know she would get to know ever, or even maybe even in in you know we'll, we'll say Western or Eastern Europe, Europe in general. It, it just sure. um, maybe not all of Europe, but maybe maybe more Eastern Europe, that area, like, would it shock me if you say, oh no, she's, you know, she, she's dating like the big, you know, the biggest rock star in Eastern Europe and it's some, you know, folk metal band. I don't know. Just making shit up now, but like that would not shock me because of her profile. And that's exactly what I was just going to use. If we're talking like when, when I'm thinking about profile of players and so let's be very clear. We're not at all uh, <laughs> making any uh, exclusive judgments on any kind of looks here with anyone. Uh, when you're talking about the profile, uh, along with kind of their overall disc golf prowess, and then, um, you know, in, in that sense, that's where I think we arrive at, you know, some people that immediately jump out at you. Um, I, guess, I guess we're being, a, I'm being a little bit, uh, uh, not hypocritical, contradictory though. Like immediately I go to the, the two, most uh, revered, best-looking men that are often talked about. Uh, you think of on our women's side, there's uh, any woman that is a fierce competitor, 
that goes out and then carries themselves the way that they have, I wouldn't be surprised if any of our top women um, were, were dating any kind of superstar or model or rock star or whatever you want to say, or movie star, for instance. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Um, funny, funny question, especially with a lopsided answer that I have. Huh. Anyway, uh, and then I'm going to somewhat pivot, which was my second point to that in bringing up AB. Did you see the post where it looked like AB got kicked out of a Suns game? Yes, I did see that, and it it fooled me at first when he's when he me said too. when he said he got bust because it was that same jersey and the same kind of lanky person. And it isn't until the very yeah. end of that video you can kind of see a profile and you realize it's not AB. Um, but uh, yeah, that person getting kicked out by by Luca. <laughs> From, yeah. the NBA, from the NBA yeah. and AB claiming it was him, which it clearly, it, not clearly, but it was not ultimately in the long I run. Literally, when, but I, 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 I thought it was at him. first for like the first 10 minutes I thought. I was like, I was like, wow, look at this. This is crazy. And and then like you sit and you watch the video. You're like, okay, that's not AB, thankfully. Yeah, no, I, I saw the post directly from him and where he said, Hey guys, yeah, I got kicked out of the game. Like, so I was reading it from him and then along with the picture and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And, uh, it wasn't until later, I want to say an hour or two later, I saw another post saying, Hey guys, it was a joke. It wasn't, it wasn't really me. Um, so I'm glad I did see it because when he himself, like, again, we know how the internet and rumors work, right? Like you could see a thousand people post it and you just assume to be a true, or maybe you second guess it, but it would be you know plausible that it's true. But then when he himself said, "Yeah, that was that was me," you know, or mm-hmm. I got kicked out, I was like, "Damn!" Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> so anyway, kind of kind of funny uh, to see that uh, all go down. So that that was another thing that led me straight to the AB conversation about uh, <laughs> uh, profile and everything else. So. Um, anyway, yeah, some people are saying on the board talking about, uh, someone, uh, talking about Brody, uh, wait, yeah, oh, no, Brody just joined um, the, the chat and he, he asked what we, oh, he's like, okay. what did I just walk into? <laughs> he caught us in the middle of the, con- <laughs> the dumbest conversation we've had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He caught us in the middle of our after show conversation about, uh, who would, yeah. you know, which of our up and coming pros would possibly be dating a, a rock star. Yeah, and then, I guess it's but- funny because. I didn't. I didn't even really think about it from an up and coming perspective. Either. No, I. That, I mean, up and coming. That, there's like, there's like maybe five to ten up and coming players right now. Um, but everybody else is pretty well established, I think. And 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 the it's really funny. And and I hate to. I, I don't. I don't want to stereotype, but it's just the, the the young guys in um in Alden's crew. Just those are the type of people like I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine that because I don't see them out socializing like I would a Tatar or like an Ezra maybe or a B that would go out and find that like those guys seem like they're very fun and happy and content mm. to do their kind of thing. But it's just I couldn't see them getting into a position where they would meet somebody like that. But maybe that's different if. Yeah. You know anything? If anything happens or could change like that, I just well. I mean, half of them chuckle. aren't old enough to get into a, a, a the bar scene or a club <laughs> scene, which is which is uh, maybe a common meeting place for some of these uh, you know these things to unfold in the first place. But yeah, a number of those up and comers, like you said, aren't even old enough to get there. So, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Not that that's the exclusive place that uh, this introduction or meeting has to happen, but um, yeah, I'm guessing we're not going to see, I mean, I, it, just to be fair, I don't think we're going to see uh, a ton of celebrities. Um. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We'll say uh, movie star celebrities, <clears throat> for instance, or runway models are probably not in Target's Lego aisle. Uh, on a Friday night, you know, looking for the hottest set of Legos. No, they go, no, where you might no find of course Ganon. not. They go to Lego World. They go to Legoland. Oh, yeah, okay, They're not okay. going to be in Target, Terry. Yeah, well, they, what are you getting? You're getting the cheap sets <laughs> at Target. You want the good ones. <laughs> well, you that's want, what I'm saying. You want the, you want the, the, the two or 3,000 piece sets. You got to go to like a Lego, like the, the Lego store, of which they're yeah, opening up okay, one well. at that little strip mall right around the corner from my house, Terry, where my, where my wife's office is. Like two doors down, they're opening up a Lego store. So my kid, I'm going to try to get my kid to get a job there because <laughs> he loves, he still, yeah, he still likes Legos. So. Well, and to be fair, when I had uh, got into Singapore and I had to go to a mall to pick up some new shoes, I got dropped off at, um, I'm going to use the term lightly, a mall. It was, yeah, anyways, not a very legit mall at uh, the first one I went to. but uh, Like a Valley Fair mall? It, <laughs> not even. Like, uh, yeah, not even. It was a, a pretty, uh, uh, it was the shell, I, it technically was a shopping center of sorts, but it had like, five businesses on each side along with a couple of places to eat. And it really was just kind of the entrance way into Legoland of uh, Singapore. And I had made the Instagram post saying, Hey, I figured out how we're going to get Gannon and uh, some of his crew over here to uh, be part of the Southeast Asia tour. Here's a Legoland. And he replied to the the Instagram and posted it and said, yeah, I'm there. So uh, maybe we just have to entice him. Uh, with Legos, but yeah, there's a Lego land uh, in Singapore and I haven't looked for the next closest, but I know there's one there. So, and Singapore is a pretty common layover place uh, for a lot of the Southeast Asia uh, activity. So yeah, or, or he could meet the next, you know, movie celebrity superstar at, uh, at Walmart in the Lego department. I don't know. Anything's possible. I'm not here. Anyway, what else do we have on the board? Uh, some Vince McMahon, uh, people saying, uh, yeah, I saw all I saw was a headline. I, I literally, I didn't even read. I saw Vince McMahon retires her allegations. Uh, I saw retires her allegations and that's, I didn't even read what the allegation was. I I literally didn't even read the next sentence. So maybe, uh, 
uh, what, what's Google going to tell us? Somebody no, let's said not. Grow, so it's, I can't it's, imagine. Yeah, okay. it's probably not good. There's, it's probably sexual harassment. Honestly, well, with, without, I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, let's just. I mean, to be fair, like, unfortunately, as sad as this is, that's probably the default uh, yeah. um, assumption. That, that's but probably the that's probably again, the best thing that you're going to find in general. Like anything uh, other than that is going to be above and beyond. So yeah, okay. Do we have any well, Terry? Do we have any plumbers that watch the show? Do you know of any plumbers? Um, I mean, when I played basketball, I used to drain all my threes. I mean, I nicknamed myself the plumber. You did nickname you yourself give the yourself plumber. A nickname. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so that, you know how accurate that was. Uh, not at all. So, uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know of any off the top of my head. Um, well, but if there's any in the chat board, they should certainly speak up. Well, I'm just saying, as you know, my basement, as I'm looking up, some of the mm. piping is relatively old, and one of it probably mm. has a drip coming out of it, right right above us, practically. Mm. So I'm looking at maybe repiping my basement. And I just need okay. to know, for our plumbers out there, if I'm not going to do it in copper, because I'm going to replace a bunch of mm. galvanized, some, some 50 to 60-year-old galvanized, do I go PEX A or PEX B? So if you're out there and you're Ooh. a plumber... That's a question I often have. Yeah, Terry. I mean, Pex A or Pex B? Which like one do you PDX? pick, Terry? I mean, you got to sell me on you know what you, what you think is the strong case for Pex B. <laughs> uh, so, t- all right, so Terry, we, here's, here's the are, deal: Are we talking Pex? Pex? Pecks? Not not not, okay. not like not like Ezra Pex. No, Pex or or, <laughs> or or the chicken that's pecking around out here. That's, that's chickens on the property. That's true. Right. Um, huh? Come on, so get your, get your so, head out of the gutter. So PEX A, Terry, is mm-hmm. apparently the joints are better. So when you when you connect mm. two pieces, they seal better with their connection pieces. But okay. it's more susceptible to UV light, so direct sunlight or things like that, in that it can it can wear out faster. So if it's in your walls, it's great. But as you know, my house, a lot of concrete. I can't put my stuff in my walls. It's all going to be hanging from the ceiling here in the basement. Pex B, less water flow apparently, and the joints are not quite as nice because it you crimp them closed as opposed to mm. Pex A, which has a stretch and a reseal because of the plastic. I'm just not sure. I want to know uh, if we have any plumbers out there that that would give me a, that would give me a good on which way I should go. I'm leaning towards. You got to be strong with that crimp hand. I know. That's what I'm saying. If it's going to fail, good thing. Like I said, I'm, I, I don't because my house is basically a bunker. I'm not running through any walls. Everything will be right to the mm. ceiling, and then from there, you know. So if there is ever well, a leak, I'll you, be able to you, get it. Is there any UV issue though in your basement? Well, I would assume even sunlight coming in through the windows would be would, would oh. have UV light. So I mean, you have you have. Yeah, but I I feel like that would run um, on top of your ceiling, and I didn't think how sunlight comes in. I don't know. I believe it or not, I don't have any and, plumber advice. But uh, <laughs> and I would probably wrap them like a lot of these are wrapped in tape or, or thing. If if I did get Pexa, I would get the you know sponge mm. covers that you cover them the the pool noodles and and cover yeah. my cover my ceiling with that. But I don't. Know, I just you know what I figure if if they're out there, maybe they can give me a good answer. Yeah, that's, uh, the, I mean, fair to ask the Smashies out there. Hopefully somebody will put it in the comments, uh, even if they're not watching live. They can put it in the so. comments sometime later on and give you some uh, some uh, insight 
All right. How is your hand wound, Johnny? And uh, oh. is your fingernail growing back? Ooh. Should I show it? I mean, I can't see anything right now because the sun's just beating there. down on me here. So but, the fingernail uh, yeah. actually came off. Okay, gross. And, the, and this one is probably going to come off because it's all bruised. And this one's already half grown back. So I finally just bit the bullet and it was barely connected. And the other day I just kind of, it was just, like I said, it, it didn't even hurt. It was so loosely on there. But uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Someone, Tim asks, can he fix it in Photoshop? I don't think so. It doesn't hurt, which is good. <laughs> so no, nothing, no pain, no gain, um, all that good stuff. But in general, uh, my fingers are good. Good. Uh, good to hear. Uh, that's we're talking Johnny's finger up. We're updates. talking fingers and uh, plumbing. <laughs> uh along with your crimp hand. All right. Uh this Tim one. also mm. says tint your windows. Okay, that's that's maybe a, a solution yeah, I, there. I, I, I could put a in. curtain up over this one window that's down here, which is really the only window that I would probably worry about as far as the sunlight coming in. So Okay. Um someone asks, uh with your travels in Asian countries, what's the language barrier like? Are you comfortable? I've said this before, and maybe I'll, I'll repeat largely because of what I said earlier about how you should just travel. I mean, nothing for nothing. English is spoken, it feels like almost everywhere. And if it's not, it's easy enough to get your point across and or to, you know, pull up a Google Translate or whatever you want to use. Um, there's so many countries that just literally teach English as their second language. And it's a little mind numbing to me and I get it that uh, we're this, you know, big super duper country and all, but the amount of people that then bend to learning English is, uh, I don't know. I, I, it feels, I've said this before. It feels almost um, weird. And um, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. It almost doesn't even feel right. Like, there's you can be in so many different international places and there's their language and then there's English. Like those are your options, their language and English. And I get it. I'm, I'm not downplaying how uh, predominant, uh, you know, the USA is and and how influential and blah, blah, blah. I get it. Three hundred and thirty some million people. I get all of that. It's just wild how how many places then adhere and uh, um, I don't know go along with English. So not, not as big of a challenge as you might think, uh, quite honestly, uh, depending on where you go, some people, you'd have no idea that English is even their second language, which is really incredible. And it's funny. I was just thinking about this last night. I now know a handful of words in a handful of different <laughs> languages, literally a handful. Didn't, I wasn't forced to take any long term, uh, <laughs> I was going to say English, <laughs> long-term foreign languages in school. I dabbled a little bit in French, of course, which I almost completely exclusively forgot because we had to have like one year, one semester of it at minimum, and that's where my interest level was at the time. I cannot thank and commend and admire enough all of the people that speak two, three, four languages. Luke here uh, speaks what he calls Bangkok Thai. Uh, obviously, different areas have different dialects and, you know, slightly different uh, tone and everything else. So he knows Thai. Uh, but some of the 
Kosamui Thai that is spoken here on the island. He said he actually has a hard time distinguishing versus when he goes into Bangkok, where he had also lived for a few years uh, and was in that area. He, you know, speaks much better Bangkok Thai, so to speak. So, uh, and then his hanging out with Casper this weekend, who's originally from Denmark, but speaks great English. And I, I know this is nothing new. People are like, oh, in this episode, Terry discovers people speak multiple languages. It's not something new to me. No, we've talked about this I before. I just have to say, I just have to say how much I admire. And and I, I think it's unbelievable. And then I think to our international players, like Kristen and Silver, who we were just talking about before, the fact that we're interviewing and then having these fluid conversations and just how damn good so many of these players are. Uh, Luke, who we had uh, a few weeks ago, just, you know, we got her sports visa, by the way, for all these, if anyone was wondering, she got got her five year sports visa. Yep. Good. Congrats. I did not see that. So anyway, I just, I cannot say it enough how impressive it is. And, unbelievable to interact with so many players right here on the island that are from 19 different countries and almost all of them speak some kind of English to some degree. So yeah, I, I can continue to just be, what's the term, fat and ignorant or something, fat and stupid. Uh, I don't have to learn another language uh, as much as I'd love to. Uh, you don't have to, I guess is the answer there. It's crazy. Uh, and Darren, Darren on the board says English is not easy to learn. No. And everybody will say that every other, I mean, our language is stupid. We were just talking about packs. We were just talking about a chicken pecking and a chicken could peck away at something. And then pecks meaning the physical, you know, part on your body. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's of course a whole nother story is all this, the thousands, thousands of stupid things about our language, but none of us is going to change it. Uh, reading on um there's not a lot more on the chat board i was going i was i was looking at it um fair question comes in from ray do you have the best room on the property terry are there lots of visitors at the moment Uh, i do not have the best room i'm not on the property Uh, even if i do pay the largely pay the rents on a couple of them um one is being air like long-term mid-term rental mid to long-term rental uh and then luke the property course manager lives in the other one that's i can almost reach out and touch it right here uh, i'm working off his internet um so he lives in one that's where nigel and his family lived and then nigel's mother-in-law and a few others lived in the other house and that's like i said has a kind of a uh, mid to long-term rental uh being used right now by non no he's a golfer um i as i've said before I really love the idea of when I come here. I've been in a different hotel every single year I've been here. I've been in some phenomenal ones, and I've been in a couple not-so-great ones. I want to continue to go to different ones so that I have valid recommendations for when other people come to the island. Because even if the rental unit is available here right on the course, which it may or may not be on any given week or month, I want to then be able to say, oh, yeah, I stayed there. You know, it was $24 a night or it was $37 a night or it was $56 a night, whatever. I always stay in the mid to lower end um, just to have a real practical reason or a real practical assessment of what um, people will get and what they pay for. For instance, my first night here before I had my long-term nights, my very first night here was, funny enough, it was posted for about 1500 baht, which is... um, uh, which is right around $50 for the night. 
I almost booked it. Instead, I went right to the place. I walked up and the woman in charge running the little cafe slash bar right on the beach, literally on the beach. And I asked her if I needed a room just for the night. And she told me 800 baht, which um, comes to uh, like $24. I wouldn't recommend somebody goes there again for $24. Yes, <laughs> it, it is. it was a bed and it was a shower. Uh, and it had air conditioning, which is, you have to double check here. Even for just $24, uh, I mean, if, if if you're trying to be on a budget and you are not worried about the amenities in any way, you could survive it for a night. You could be there. Wouldn't necessarily, it's funny because you can find a place sometimes 10 times better uh, that might be the same price or $3 more. And, it, and it's not even just about the pricing. It's just a matter of like trying these different places and kind of just rolling the dice and seeing what they're going to be like. The, the place I'm in is... 20 29 $32 a night, something like that. And it's really nice. Uh, it's like a bungalow. It's a little distant from my, uh, from the super good internet. Although there's, there's almost tolerable internet, but if you go anywhere near the cafe slash check-in area, the internet there is phenomenal. So yeah, uh, I don't stay, uh, I won't be staying on site. I probably never will stay on site. I love the idea of venturing out to all these other different places some are within walking distance if you don't get a moped or a scooter and then some of them i'm i'm a good 10 to 12 maybe even 15 minutes from the course uh to the west side where last year i stayed about 20 minutes east of the course uh on the east side of the island so just trying to get around trying to do i'm doing the legwork for you guys that's the plan that's the plan all right terry last question before we wrap this up are you gonna go to that island party Oh, the full moon party. The full moon party. No. Oh. Not this year. Uh, I can't. Uh, I think the. F- I don't think the timing works out um, okay. for when I'm here. Um, <laughs> how did Nigel just put it yesterday? He said, don't bring anything to that you plan to keep. That's, I think, what he said. Uh, he said that their secondary um, flip-flop market, uh, it has to be off the charts because you go there with the basics. You mm-hmm. you get ferried onto this island. You go there with the absolute basics. Uh, it's a pretty intense night of uh, celebrations and partying. And then uh, it sounds like a lot of, yeah, it sounds quite questionable. So I'll try it at some <laughs> point, uh, but not this year. Okay. Uh, I, again, I think literally the timing doesn't work. I think Perkins and and uh and that crew maybe perkins and conrad and and uh page and i don't know if hokum went uh, i believe some of them went and uh had probably nothing but an amazing time so i'll get there but uh not not this year for the full moon party okay let's wrap it up then tear all right all right all right i'm going to maybe i'm going to take in a little bit of this uh amateur golf as I see groups getting ready to tee off, some people trying to get some practice rounds in. Go I show them how the owner does it. So they're all done. I mean, I shot, I, sh- I did shoot under par yesterday, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you really should be. If you're not shooting, yeah, yeah. Come here. Nice, relaxed round. Um, yeah, come and play for it. No scooter wrecks, Glenn says. Glenn, I am on board. Knock on, knock on some wood here. Oh, on my bench. Uh, knock on wood. Five, fifth, fifth visit here. And uh, never had a scooter wreck, and we're never going to. That's the plan. 
All right, guys, that's what we're going to do. We're going to call it Kosamui. Um, little wrap up of Malaysia and Singapore next week. I'll be still here in Thailand. I'll be in Chiang Mai. And uh, I'll probably be able to log on next week as well. Probably do it from the same spot, but there won't be a tournament going on. And so uh, we'll be all good to go. But with that, Podcast 491, Johnny, thanks for holding down the uh, fort back there or building snow forts, whatever you got to do in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm the Disc Golf Guy, and uh, for me and Johnny, we're signing out of Smashbox 491 after show. We'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox.